everyone, and welcome into Season 3 of the Isaac Shelby Coaches Show. We finally made it to Year 3. Coach Shelby, as always, on the phone with me. Coach Shelby, thank you so much for joining me, sir. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And as I mentioned, we're on to Season 3. want to give a big shout-out uh, early on here to Sheepdog Custom, Inc., one of our main sponsors throughout the season. Uh, we may add a few more throughout like we did last year, but for right now, just want to get things going and talk to Coach Shelby a little bit about our upcoming season here. We are at week one of the uh, upcoming season here. So, Coach Shelby, to get things going, uh, we'll kind of look through preseason here a little bit and just give us a little bit of a rundown of you know maybe some of the things that you saw over the summer getting your team prepared for this season. Uh, I think we're finally starting to get healthy compared to who we were last year and getting some guys back. And um, I think the depth on this team is a lot <clears throat> is a lot better than it was last year. And um, you know that's that's allowed some uh, that's allowed for us to do some different things because there's some experience from some of the guys that played during COVID when guys are out and stuff. It, it's been good overall. So obviously the big, I guess, storyline that you've been talking to a lot, and I know you've had to talk to the media uh, locally here about it pretty much every week, is the return of Davin Geringer. Um, what does Davin mean to this program, Coach, and uh, what are you, I guess, most excited to see from Davin this season? Um, he's ultra competitive. Um, you know, he's a captain kind of guy. You know, he was a captain last year. Um, I think his I think his competitiveness leaks into everybody else. Um, you know, he's just a really good kid to be around. He's really talented, and it would be interesting to have him back this year to see, you know, his senior year, what, what he can do. Hey, you have a great crop of seniors this year. We've talked about mm -hmm. it. Uh, not a senior-heavy offensive line. I believe Mason Buck, the only senior on the offensive line this season for you. I know that's kind of a, a rarity, especially through the past few seasons. Uh, you know, two years ago, you had – pretty much a dominant senior line. You had Bradley at center and Colton and Nick, and then last year with Jacoby and Jordan and Clarence. And now this year, one senior, a little bit maybe inexperienced on that front line, but some guys that had to you know, play some uh, integral roles because of COVID last season, like you had mentioned, uh, and then some guys who are stepping into the fray. Uh, talk a little bit about that offensive line group. I know that's kind of maybe where a lot of people are seeing maybe a question mark for this team. Yeah, uh, you know, Mason is the only senior up there, but, you know, you've got some guys that have played a lot of football. Like, you know, Laney Best started a, uh, the Mumford game as a freshman. You know, he's played a lot. So, he, you know, while he's a junior, he's kind of a senior too. Um, Will Zielinski's done a really good job. Um, Devin Trahan's done a real good job. And, you know, it, I just – you know, we're just kind of excited where we are. And obviously, I think the big thing to kind of hang your hat on is going to be that senior Jamar Carnell out of the backfield. Uh, what have you seen from Jamar? We know last year having to step up and play in that quarterback position, uh, not really getting a chance to play his true position. Now he's able to step back in there. What have you seen from Jamar throughout this uh, offseason? Uh, I think he's done a really good job of finishing plays. Um, you know, that's something he finished one against the Jamboree, something we've really worked on with him. And, you know, he's just a good kid. He's a real good competitor. Um, he's, he's probably our most versatile guy overall. You know, um, he can do about anything that we ask him to do. So um, I, I expect him to have a really good senior year, too. Uh, Coach, obviously we know that there's some younger guys that are going to have to step up. You mentioned those guys on the offensive line. Uh, anybody else that you're seeing step up, whether it's offensively or defensively, who may be a little bit younger uh, on your team right now? Um, we're kind of young at our wingback spots. Um, we've used, uh, you know, Mark Galbraith, Jack Stein. Uh, we've James Dalrymple, uh, Camille Childs, and Jamarcus Watkins. So they're all freshmen or sophomores, and that's a real critical spot in our offense. So, 
Um, you know, we're kind of we're kind of young there, but uh, there's there's been a lot of young guys that that I think have shown really you know big improvements throughout the year. Um, they're they're guys that when they get out there on Friday night, I don't think they're looking. Yeah, and and you mentioned uh, Jamarcus only. I mean, he's only a freshman, so obviously getting some mm-hmm. valuable time. That freshman class coming up, uh, a lot of people may not know this, and we we I think we touched on it a little bit last year during the podcast. But uh, that freshman group is coming off of a uh, middle school championship for Richview, mm-hmm. so a lot of great freshman talent. Have you been impressed with some of these guys? Have you seen some guys step up? I mean, obviously you mentioned Jamarcus; he's going to be a big name on Friday nights. Any other mm-hmm. young guys you're seeing step up? Uh, there's a bunch of guys, you know, uh, I think that, uh, I think that Coley Reynolds has a chance to be one of the best receivers at Clarksville High in recent history. Uh, Porter Murph, um, there's a bunch of those guys that are really, really good players that, uh, that, that has done a good job for us in the summertime. So, um, you know, I think that class, I think that class is most talented, uh, the most talented top to bottom, uh, class, like freshman class I've had in Montgomery County since I've been in Montgomery County. And I think the one before it, uh, was, you know, the one with the, the one before with Amari and Ben and James and those guys, I, I think it was really, really good too. And those two classes are seniors and juniors, you know, we might be, we might be special. Absolutely. Coach, I know one thing that has grown a little bit for you is you have a little bit of quarterback depth, finally. Uh, mm-hmm. I know last year was uh, obviously without Davin and moving Jamar around and Rayshon a little bit. Uh, there was a little bit of concern because you had two freshmen out there. Now I, I think Coach Sickles must be extremely excited because he has you know five or six guys that can all play that position. Talk a little bit about some position groups maybe that you know added some depth during, this, uh, during the uh, summer going into this fall. Well, I think the quarterback one's obviously the most, uh, you know, the, the most glaring one because last year after Davin went down, we didn't really have a guy that was ready for that varsity role. So we kind of had to, we kind of had to move, um, move some guys around like most people know. But, you know, now it's got Davin, it's got Davin back in it. Trey Young's Jack Wyatt done a really good job. Um, James Dalrobe can play quarterback uh, when we need to. Um, he's just more help at like wing right now because Davin's a senior. Um, and then Dawson Smith is, you know, powerful and strong. He's a freshman, and I think he'll be a good player too. Um, you know, when he uh, when he's a senior. So, uh, you know, it, it, there's just a lot more quality depth there. You know, Coach Sickle doesn't have to play scouts and quarterback anymore like he did last year a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know one of the names on offense, at least, that has been kind of a surprise, I think, for all of us when we found it during the spring was a guy by the name of Evan Morgan. He transferred in late last year. I think he came in during that Creekwood scrimmage. Uh, yeah. He came in, didn't really know much about the offense, didn't know really much about the defense. And, you know, he tells me all the time, he was like, you know, I played defensive back when I was in high school in California, and now I'm <laughs> sitting here playing receiver for the first time ever. And I, I see a guy like that kind of emerging out of that receiver group who last year, you know, not a lot of passes being thrown. I think our top passer was actually our starting receiver, Robert Riley. Robert but, Riley. Yeah, the, the growth this year for that receiver group on offense, uh, it's got to be good. And I think Evan Morgan as well, it's been a big surprise. Yeah, no, it's it's really been good. Uh, you know, Evan's, Evan's an athletic kid. He's going to help us there. You know, obviously Robert is a really good player. Um, he's healthy. So you got Robert, Evan, you got Ben Moore that catches balls. You got uh, Clay Mobley out there that can help you out. So, I mean, there's – there's a bunch of guys that we can stick out there um, that we can stick out there to help us, you know, this year and last year, I thought there was like one and a half, you know, but now we've got five or six. So, you know, that's a real benefit. Defensively. I know for coach Stanley, 
losing probably one of the best defensive players you'd had in several years in Chris Bagatini, that's <laughs> obviously going to be a huge role to fill. But again, you have guys like McLean Conway, who's a senior that stepped up. You have Jamar Carnell, who's in that spot as well there in the middle. Uh, I know for Coach Stanley, and, and you guys talk a lot about this, you know, what has been kind of his mindset going in with this defensive unit? Uh, obviously, minus some of those big names like Chris Bagatini, Rayshon Bowling, who we aren't going to have this season uh, moving forward. Well, it's hard to lose, you know, lose guys that are that productive and, you know, not uh, you know, not have any issue. But we've had a lot of guys step up. You know, Mark Galbraith stepped up at outside linebacker. Um, you know, Jack Stein and Ben Moore can uh, handle themselves inside, and, you know, when we need them to. Uh, Jack Crouch transferred from California. He's a really good player. Help us out out there. Um, you know, and then you got guys like Isaiah Soto and Cam Staley that are playing pretty good at safety right now. So, you know, I think it it may not have the uh, the one Chris Ragatini in it, but I believe it's a pretty good group. Yeah, absolutely, and we got to see some some glimpses of good things for uh, guys like uh, Isaiah Soda during the Jamboree had a big mm-hmm. interception. Uh, we saw uh, uh, Jamarcus Watkins had a, a, a strip ball there at, from the quarterback mm-hmm. position as well. So definitely, you know, one of the things that we worried about last year maybe a little bit was that DB position yeah. because we lost two of them, um, unfortunately, uh, early on in the year. So, again, moving into this year, you know, Coach, what's kind of the expectations for you? I guess we can kind of, you know, we'll end on that question, go to break, and then we'll preview McGavick here. But for you as a head coach with a team like this, with a lot of excitement around it, a lot of big-name seniors, a lot of young guys who've stepped up, what's your, I guess, level for you? What are you looking at? Um, What is the expectation here? Well, yeah, I mean, the expectations are always high, you know, but uh, one thing I failed to mention, I think our defensive line group is as good as we've had in a while. Um, there's eight or nine guys I feel really comfortable playing um, up there, you know, in that front, you know, the, especially those quick guys, they can really do some stuff. So that might be our best group overall uh, on the defense. But, I mean, expectation-wise, you know, it, you know, I, 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 it sounds like cliche or whatever, but, you know, we really prefer to just play it each week, you know, focus on McGavick this week. And then at the end of the season, you kind of look and kind of look and see what, you know, what it ended up and, you know, how you feel about that. But um, it's, it's hard to look forward past, uh, you know, past week to week in high school because so much changes week to week. Um, but I think this, I think this team could be as good as it wants to be. It's going to be as good as it wants to practice. It's going to be as good as the seniors want to lead it. And you know, from there we'll just have to, you know, see how the record turns out. Absolutely, Coach. We're going to take our first break here when we come back. And actually, we we'll only have one break here today. Uh, we're going to ask around. I'm going to try to get more questions from players this year uh, going into our three random questions. So we won't have that during week one like we normally do. But when we come back from this break, Coach Shelby's going to break down McGavick a little bit for us before we head into week one. Stay with us. You're listening to the Isaac Shelby Coaches Show. And welcome back to the Isaac Shelby Coaches Show. On the phone with me, as always, is Coach Isaac Shelby. I'm Ethan Schmidt. Leading us here through the Isaac Shelby Coaches Show in Season 3 now of the show and in Week 1 as we take on McGavick. And you won't see many changes here in our schedule from last year. It'll be the exact same opponents during the regular season, just flipping home and away throughout the year. So we'll obviously keep you up to date on that as well. Uh, But again, Week 1 taking on McGavick. And Coach, this is a team that... Uh, last year, we won 21-7 to on the road. It was kind of a warm day. I think that kind of made us a little sluggish last year.
last year we were still trying to figure out how to replace Davin. Really couldn't throw the ball like we can going into this season. So it was a lot of things where we had to rely on the run. That opens up a little bit this year. Uh, talk a little bit, preview McGavick for us as we get ready for him. Um, I think Coach Burnett's doing a good job. He's in his second season. and When you flip on the tape, you can see a lot of growth from like year one, year two. So I think he's doing a really good job. Uh, you know, they've got some guys that can really run. Um, you know, the Bell kids committed Michigan State, I believe. And, you know, the, you know, the, they you can definitely see why they want him so bad. Uh, they've got another kid named Markellis Bass, who's really, really good football player. Um, you know, the, they're athletic. They run. They're really, really big up front. Um, you know, it's going to be a big challenge for our kids on Friday for sure. Now, Coach, you've been coaching for so long, and you've had guys, obviously, we know Jalen, who you coach, who's playing in the pros. Um, so you've had those guys who are, you know, college Division One athletes that you've had on your team. You've also coached against some really big names throughout the years, uh, some guys who had, you know, gone to beach and places like that. When you're a coach and you know that you have a guy who's a four-star guy who's committed to a big program like uh, Michigan State, you know, how do you go in through and, and kind of game plan and, and get your guys' mind right, even though they're going up against a guy who is very highly touted like that? Well, I mean, it obviously changes things, but um, it, it obviously changes things, but, you know, it doesn't change like the base principles of what you do. So you have to take the base principles of what you do and you have to um, you have to take those into account and, and then find a way to defend a kid like that. And that's hard to do. But um, you can't uh, you can't abandon it. Uh, you can't abandon like, your personality and what you are, um, but you do have to make some changes, to, you know, defend somebody as talented as that kid. Absolutely. Coach, uh, obviously we know some things worked right for us last year, and we can't really obviously rely on what we had last year because, again, more names popping up, different guys able to show out, teams change uh, game by game. What do you kind of look at going into this week? I mean, how do you kind of balance, you know, having the ability now to kind of throw again? It's got to be somewhat of a, of a game planning thing for you where you're like, okay, I know I can throw the football you know, better than I could last year. But, you know, we don't want to go heavy on that because we still have such a great run game. How do you as a coach go into a week and kind of prepare, all right, here's what I'm going to do, you know, maybe script-wise early on? Yeah, well, the good thing about it is Davin's talented enough. He can put it anywhere you want to put. So um, it just allows you to use your skill players. It, it allows you to use all your skill players equally and distribute the ball and, and make people defend the whole width of the field. Um, and last year we really couldn't do that. So last year we kind of had to condense down and play in a box and find a way to win, which I think we did. Um, you know, it's just a lot more fun to be able to distribute the ball um, you know, across the field, a bunch of different guys and kind of alleviate some of the box issues that we had last year. But, you know, I do think our staff did as good a job as we, we could have considered in that situation. Coach, one of the things that we talk about a little bit, uh, you know, among the coaching staff and, and as we get ready for each week is, you know, this season being the senior season for four of the better players that we, you know, have seen in a long time and their growth together. Uh, we're still looking to see guys like Davin Geringer, Jamar Carnell, Robert Riley, and Jamari Cobbs play a full game together. We haven't seen it since their sophomore year, and even then we had some moments where, you know, a guy would go down and we'd have to replace him. So, you know, we're looking forward to possibly seeing that in week one you as a head coach knowing kind of that you know man this is what we could have situation how do you mm -hmm. kind of think of you know prepare for that if you have all four of those guys healthy at one time well I mean football is just a game where you know injuries pop up and it's it's all four of those guys have been hurt at some point throughout 
you know, not hurt badly, but, you know, some of them hurt. But, um, you know, they've had, you know, bumps and bruises or whatever. And we just haven't had a point where, um, you know, all four of them were healthy at one time. You know, Davin this last year, um, you know, Robert had a shoulder injury one year. Jamar broke his foot one year. You know, Jamar's had some some, some issues. But th- those four guys are really, really talented. Um, and they're all really good friends. Like, it's hard to get them out of the locker room sometimes. I know, like, Saturday we were collecting smart cards and, Jamar and I don't think Jamar and Davin left till like four o'clock. I don't even know what they were doing there. You know, they didn't even have to be there. Um, but it'll be fun to see uh, to see those four guys get rolling together um, because they're all really talented and they're really good buddies. And um, just seeing them all on offense together would be, uh, you know, it's going to be fun. Coach, one of the cool things this off season being able to switch over to Under Armour. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that there's, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of talk and a lot of hubbub of, you know, maybe what the uniforms are going to look like. We haven't been able to unveil those yet. Uh, what can you tell our listeners and, you know, the students who are going to listen to this about these new uniforms? Like, what's the excitement level going to be like when they see uh, them for the first time? Come out Friday. They're going to pop out for the first time. Uh, you know, uh, we uh, challenged the kids on their smart card number, um, and they they passed it Saturday. It took – it took uh, – I mean, it took till like four o'clock to end up, you know, uh, making sure we had everything in and stuff. But, um, you know, uh, I, I think they're really neat. The kids really liked them. Uh, took some pictures in them the other day. Uh, you know, been, it'll be the first time that, you know, Under Armour will be on Hill J. Richardson Field. So that'll be a big deal. Um, you know, we've gone Nike in the past. And, uh, and last year we just – I just had – we just didn't like the quality of what we got. I don't know if it was COVID or what, but we had some issues with some tears and some, some stuff like that. So uh, we switched to Under Armour. It was kind of a big investment. Um, you know, Under Armour worked with us on it. A salesman worked with us on it. So um, we're really excited about it. And I think the kids are really excited too. They got three different combinations they can wear. So they got three different colors they can wear with three different pants. So like, I don't know, I guess nine combinations of different stuff they can wear. Um, we'll just let the seniors choose on Thursday what they want to wear. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I think it's going to be a cool thing as well, as you mentioned. Each year, you know, and you and I, you and I, obviously played at at CHS. And each year, when you come back, I'm just kind of glad to get to see it. But you know, I, I think when I was playing, it was Russell Brand jerseys. I'm sure when you were playing, yeah. it was something. You know, I don't like- even know what it was when we were playing. <laughs> it was something. Yeah, uh, I'm not a big I'm not a big uniform guy. So when we make a decision like that, like. <clears throat> you know, I'll call in like the young coaches, like Coach Sickle, Coach Johnson, Coach Irwin. And they seem to be the ones that are, uh, I don't know, like I wear the same shorts and T-shirt like every day. So I, I, that stuff really doesn't affect me. But um, we'll call them in and kind of get their opinion on stuff. And, you know, they looked at some stuff and that's what they came up with. So it's what we went with. And uh, the kids seem to like it. So and I guess those guys know about that stuff. Yeah, absolutely, and and we'll just keep the excitement. You'll definitely want to come out on Friday to see those new uniforms. Uh, Coach, one thing there, and we talk about this as well, when you take on a team from Metro and you take on a team, obviously, like McGavick, you know, your game plan going into it, some people might look at it and say, well, why are we taking on McGavick so early in the season? Uh, but obviously, you and I know this as well. It's the speed. It's it's trying to yeah. match that Metro speed. You know, talk a little bit about that for anyone that's listening, maybe why they're like, oh, why do we play McGavick so early on? Uh, I know it's almost like we're saying the same thing two years in a row now, but I think you know, obviously as new listeners come in and things like that, you know, like to like to pick your brain a little bit about some of the season opponents and uh, kind of explain why McGavick's on that one so early. Well, I mean, the, at the end of the game, at the end of the game, every Friday night, like you either win or you lose, right? But like we always tell the kids the same thing: like 
the the most important thing is how you play in week 11. Whether you like win or lose by 50 in week four, it doesn't make a difference as long as you get in the playoffs and you're ready to go in week 11. So um, when like when you're scheduling stuff, you look at who like your your like sister district is and like what your common opponent will be. And generally, we're going to catch like Metro speed in the first round, like we got against Kane Ridge last year. So if, you know, if the first time you see that speed is in week 11, you're probably going to lose that game. So that's why we try to go out of our way to schedule games that like, a like McGavick, like a Maplewood where, you know, the, where you get a team that can really, really run most of the time. Um, so you kind of get used to that. You're not shocked at it in week 11. Coach, final question for you here, and I'll let you get on with the rest of your uh, evening here, just getting ready for this game. What's the message to the students about coming out on Friday? I know this is the first year, really, we're, we're really out of all the kind of the COVID restrictions. I know last year yeah. was a little bit more lax, and we were almost close to where we were, but I think Friday nights were finally back to normal. Uh, what, what do you want to see at Hilda J. Richardson? What do you want to see uh, from that student section, from the fan base? Just full student section, full fan base, full bleachers from start to finish. You know, um, these guys, these kids do a lot of work. These guys do a lot of work, and you know they deserve to play in front of a really good crowd. And we're lucky at Clarksville High that, you know, we always get that really good crowd. You know, but um, just even in the Jamboree, peeking up there and see how many kids were up there was really uh, was really impressive. And and you know, it's just something we need to continue because you know, it, you know, Clarksville High can be a hard place to play when that student section is full, and 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 those kids are really behind our guys. You know? Absolutely. Well, Coach, I thank you so much for joining me. We'll talk to you for the next few weeks, obviously. We'll keep it up and, and drop the new episode every week as we get ready for a new opponent. Again, thank you so much for your time, sir. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Well, that's been the first week here of Season 3 as we get ready for McGavick this Friday night. Kickoff at 7 o'clock at home for the Clarksville High Wildcats. Make sure you come out and join us there. And thank you so much for listening to another episode here of the Isaac Shelby Coaches Show. Mm-hmm.